creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Today is the 4th of July, and this weekend, many people will be hanging out with friends and family, enjoying the outdoors and the summer weather. And in a river town such as Winona, many people will be hitting the water. Today on Culture Click, we talk boating safety with Troy Liebfried, Water Patrol Supervisor with the Winona County Sheriff's Department. So if you plan to be out on the Mississippi River or a local lake this weekend, there are a lot of things you should remember for the safety of yourself, your loved ones, and everyone else out on the water. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Winona County Water Patrol Supervisor Troy Liebfried on Culture Click. Thanks for being on the show today, Troy. Thank you, Bill. I think it's kind of an important issue, you know, boat safety and water safety out there on the water, uh, especially this weekend being 4th of July weekend and everything. Um, you know, are there some real general rules that everyone should think about before heading out on the water? Um, you know, make sure you're, you know, have your PFDs, uh, mm-hmm. fire extinguishers, okay. plenty of gas in the boat so you don't run out. Right. Um, just the uh, common sense things. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, what are... What about legal requirements? What should boat owners remember before they get out on the water for the first time? Uh, make sure your boat, if this is one of the first weekends due to the high water you're out, uh, mm-hmm. make sure that uh, your boat is properly registered. Okay. Um, that's something we look at. Make sure that there's enough life jackets in the boat. Uh, make sure your kids are wearing their life jackets. Uh, make sure you have a throwable, a fire extinguisher, a sounding device. Um, that should pretty much cover everything in a, a boat. Okay, okay. As far as registering a boat, uh, how do they go about doing that? Is that through Department of Motor Vehicles? Or? That is correct. you got to go down to the DMV, okay. um, register just... it there, and, and your registration is good for three years. Oh, okay, okay. So make But make sure it's good yep. before make sure you head out. Previous stickers are removed. That's a big okay. one. Um, okay. Make sure that they read according to the DNR rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then you mentioned a little bit about life jackets, too. Like, does a boat cushion count as a life jacket, or do you need a separate jacket? No, a boat cushion isn't considered a life jacket. It's considered okay. a throwable. So oh, if you okay. have a 16-foot or greater, mm-hmm. you will need a throwable. That's okay. required by Minnesota law. Um, the life jackets themselves, you know, they got to be Coast Guard approved. Okay. Um, so some people think these uh, inflatable ones, these auto-inflatable oh. ones, if you're not wearing them, they're not considered a life jacket. Okay. So you got to be wearing those if you got one of the auto inflatables. Okay. Um, kids under 10 have to have a life jacket. Okay. And uh, with that being said, uh, Winona County has a zero tolerance policy. Um, if your kid's not wearing a life jacket and they're under the age of 10, you will be getting a ticket. Okay. Okay. And that, that even includes all those little infants that are in their car seats in the big pontoons that everybody thinks oh, wow. they're stable. So right, right. Those are, that's a common ticket that we give out. Okay. Okay. Is there like a fine that goes along with that then? Or? Yeah, it's a pretty significant fine. Okay. Um, I don't know the specifics this year on 2019. Right. But and it's best to be safe anyway, especially yeah. with your children, you yeah, know, out there in the water. Absolutely. Especially with the river high, you know. Um, and then I was also wondering about life jackets. Like, should they be, re- be replaced every so often? Like, how long do they last? Um, as long as, you know, the buckles are good, uh-huh. they're not torn, the mm-hmm. straps aren't ripped out or unsewn, mm-hmm. you know, they, they'll go for many years. Okay. I don't know if there's specifically a life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got the old capon style, um, those are actually the bags them pop. Oh. And those would be no good as well. Okay, okay. But most of the modern ones are just foam. Okay, okay. That's good to know. And then also, you know, like we mentioned, it's the holiday weekend this weekend, 4th of July. Um, I would imagine that there's going to be people out there drinking alcohol. Um, 
What would your advice be to people just to stay safe if there might be drinking on the boat? Um, make sure you have a designated boat driver. Okay. Um, make sure that person knows how to drive the boat. Just not assume, like a lot of people just assume people know how to drive cars. Mm-hmm. Make sure that person knows how to drive a boat. Um, if you're going to be drinking, be off the water before dark. Okay. You don't have to worry about lights and that type of thing. Right. Um, uh, and, but best is just don't mix alcohol and water. Right. You know, That's... Stay sober. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a serious thing out there. Um, and then you would mention, you know, make sure that they know how to drive the boat. Is there, like, there's an age requirement, right? Like, you have to have a certification if you're under a certain age? or That is correct. Okay. Yeah, you have to have a certification. You can get those certifications at the Minnesota DNR website. You can do an online class. Okay. Um, and then you get a little boater certificate. Um, even though it's not required over 18, I would recommend it because it gives you a lot of information mm-hmm. on the buoys where you can drive, where you can't drive, uh, the right-of-ways, that type are, are a lot different than driving an automobile. Right, yeah, so definitely. It's, it's definitely. definitely a good class to have. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to pay attention to out there. Correct. You know? um, and it can get confusing sometimes, so it's, yeah, yeah. that's good information. And then um, I wanted to go back to the alcohol issue, too. Uh, we didn't mention there's something called Little Allen's Law now, and that would apply to boats as well, correct? That is correct. Uh, Little Allen's Law, basically, if you've received a driving under the influence since past October or August 1st, 2018. Okay. You would now be unable to drive a snowmobile, ATV, boat, moped, motorized bike, anything with a motor. Okay. Even a boat with a trolling motor. Right. You can't drive it. Okay. So that's what the little Allen's law says. So make sure your boat driver isn't affected by that. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, like I think we mentioned a little bit that the the river has been kind of high this year. Um, are there any special concerns that you would kind of advise boaters of? Yes. Uh, right now, the high water is actually dropping or has been dropping in the last week or two. When uh-huh. the water levels drop, it pulls a lot of the debris out of the backwaters. Oh. And that debris is in the form of logs, branches, trees, right. uh, stumps, and they're all usually generally right at the water level. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're traveling up and down the river, you may not see those things in the waves and the other boat traffic, and you would hit them and right. damage your boat. Right, damage your boat, or worse, if someone's water skiing or Correct. something like that. Yeah, so watch out for that out there. Are there any restrictions because of the high water? There is no restrictions okay. um, currently for the high water. We do have a no-wake zone that's oh. along in, in Winona, and basically it goes from the Upper right railroad trestle next to the interstate bridge there. Okay. Up to approximately 100 yards south of the Winona Marina. Oh, okay. That, that applies only in the Minnesota waters, not the Wisconsin waters. Okay. So pretty much the length of the Winona shore there, huh? Yep. Along the, the city limits there, yeah. Okay. So so beware out there that that's a no-wake zone. So. Yep. Yeah. And I'm assuming that you get a ticket for that, too, if you yep. get caught speeding get, through there. Yep. If you're on plane or or causing a substantial wake, mm-hmm. you get a lot of complaints for that. Yeah, I bet. Um, so I bet. We, we try to do a lot of enforcement there. Okay. And then, you know, if there's, like, uh, adverse weather conditions or anything like that, um, are there certain radio stations or frequencies boaters can utilize? Um, you, you can always listen to the weather channel. Okay. Um, but most people nowadays have their phones, and they can pop up the weather. Oh, sure. And look at the radar maps. Keep keep in mind of that. Um if you are in stress or disabled out there, you can use Marine Channel 16 if you have a marine radio. Okay. That'll contact you directly to the Coast Guard, and Winona County also 
monitors that station as well. Oh, nice. And then Channel 14, if you want to lock through the lock and dams. Okay. Channel 14 is how you talk to them. Oh, okay. Nice. So. That's good to know. I did not know that. And then, like, if something does happen, if someone witnesses a boat accident or sees someone operating unsafely out there, uh, what should they do? Would 911 be the best bet? or is Absolutely. There a different Call 911. The sooner we can get the information to us, the better outcome it would be. Right. Okay. Um, if you do see an accident, mm -hmm. the river is always moving two to four miles an hour. So mm -hmm. kind of get a pinpoint or a landmark or okay. even throw a buoy if you have one. Um, to mark that spot because that'll help our recovery, you know, right. a lot faster and and probably save lives. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's key is is pinpointing that location yep, so you guys that, can get there. Yep. Okay. And then what about speed? Like outside of the no wake zone, is there a is it is there a fa too fast? You know, there is a too fast for conditions kind of thing. Uh, you know, it is a fifty mile an hour speed limit on Minnesota oh, wow. waters. Um, seems fast <laughs> it, it is pretty quick so but you can't uh you know you got to be in control of your boat right weaving in and out of traffic that's not going to be a good thing right um especially with the high water what we've had with the debris in the mm -hmm. water and everything you're you're just taking your life in your own hands when you're doing that right right and especially we have a lot of barge traffic here too i mean yep. i've been out there when there's you know a busy weekend with barges and everything and it's yeah you gotta yeah you gotta slow down and then if people wanted to go to a different pool and they do lock through lock and dam like you mentioned before um is there any safety concerns there like special things they should do you know i mean you mentioned yes. talking to them on the radio yes, you can you talk to them on the radio and, and ask for permission and it's a free charge it doesn't cost you anything to go through the lock and dams right um they'll give you a red light green light green light means go you can enter the lock okay red light stay out until they give you the green light because those doors are opening and closing and they don't want anybody to get pinched in there oh right um when you get inside the lock They'll throw you down some ropes. Mm -hmm. Hang on to those ropes. Do not tie them to your boat. Right. If you tie them to your boat and when the water level drops, your boat will be hanging there and then we have to come and cut you off with lines. Um, <laughs> and then when exiting, wait till the horn. You'll hear a toot on the horn from the mm -hmm. lock and dam personnel. Then you can push off the wall and exit okay. at a slow no-wake speed. Right, right. Okay. Okay. All good information. You know, I mean... I know there's, you know, a lot of first-time boaters out there sometimes, yes, and it's, it's, it can be confusing. There's a lot to pay attention to. And then uh, you had mentioned a little bit before about, uh, you know, life jackets, fire extinguishers, stuff like that. Is there anything else that people should, like, do when they're inspecting their boat before getting out on the water? I mean, just regular stuff? or? Well, if you, if you make the mistakes like I have with my grandparents, uh, make sure you remember the plug. Oh, um, it's a Minnesota law now. When you're traveling with the boat, you can't have the plug in the boat. Okay. So don't forget to put that in right when the when you put the boat in the dock. Okay. okay. Otherwise, you'll you'll be bailing water. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've actually uh, forgot to put it in before myself. You know, so is that because of uh, invasive species to correct. keep the plug out yep. while you're traveling? Yep. So we don't transport those to other bodies of water right okay and then what about like you know i mentioned a little bit about first timers and stuff like that uh, what if someone's renting a boat and they don't have a lot of experience uh where would you recommend they go like is there certain resources or uh, the minnesota dnr has uh pretty good resources where you can they have links to different things uh, same with the wisconsin dnr websites okay 
Um, there is a Mississippi River Guides website as well. Oh. That'll tell you where, like, all the restaurants and the gas stations and the oh, wing really? dams and stuff like that. Okay. And you can download that PDF as well. Nice. And they show where the wing dams are then, yep, too. Yeah, they'll show you right where the wing dams are. Nice. Not all of them, but the majority right. of them. Okay. Okay. Is there, you know, this is kind of off topic a little bit maybe, but I always wondered, um, do the wing dams often go out to a buoy, or are there some that aren't? Or? There are many that are not okay. marked by buoys. And okay. the buoys move on a random basis due to logs and everything coming mm-hmm. down and grabbing them. So don't go by that. Don't go by that. Okay. That's good info because I've seen yeah. people hit them out there. Yeah. And Those wing dams generally in the normal waters, if you see ripples or little waves, mm-hmm. and, and it's a defiant line, more right. than likely there's rocks just in front of those. Right. Okay. That's definitely good to know. And then uh, where can people find out a little bit more about boating regulations and safety and stuff like that? Um, like I said, the, the web web pages are mm-hmm. out there. Um, you can uh, call your local DNR as well and talk to them. But uh, I would say we'd still reference the Minnesota DNR. they got all kinds of brochures and pamphlets and all kinds of information in there. Okay, great, great. And then, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started. Um, you had mentioned that uh, the Water Patrol here, the 101 County Sheriff's Water Patrol, is often looking for uh, new hires? Absolutely. Uh, we Thursday start new hires uh, looking for use of the first week in January. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of strange, but it's a long process of many hoops to jump through. Right. We typically hire two to three officers a year. Okay. And that would, you know, get your post certification, start you off in your career. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get quite a few people that go on to full-time careers. Nice. Every year. So it's it's a good opportunity, and it's a great, great thing if you're local to Winona. Right, right. Well, and, you know, like you were saying, too, you get out to be out on the water, and, yep. you know, that sounds kind of enjoyable for a job. Yep, <laughs> you know? yep. Cool. And, uh, and then also uh, we wanted to mention uh, your SOAR team. That we have yeah, here in Winona? Um, we have a search and rescue team. We're all, you know, that's strictly volunteers, so you don't actually need any, you know, a four year or two year degree in law oh. enforcement. Anyone can do it. Anybody can volunteer as long as you're physically able. Okay. Um, they're always looking for helpers, and to get a hold of them, you just stop down at the law enforcement center and ask for a uh, application and they'll give you an application and then they'll go through the process. Okay. Now, do you need any kind of training like uh, dive certification or anything like that to partake in that? Or um, No, not for the SOAR team, no. Okay. Okay. Um, we, we have a dive and rescue team as well. And uh-huh. If you have diving experience and stuff, that's another all-volunteer group. That oh. would be a definite possibility. Okay, okay. We're always looking for additional divers and and just rope people and general maintenance people. Right, it takes right. a lot of a lot of people to help out. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, and it's and those are all really important organizations, and especially living in a river town like this. You absolutely. Know I mean? It's like you said, people think it's like driving a car, but you get out there on the water, and it's a totally different ball game. Yep. You know, with the current and yep. and the buoys and everything. So, well, cool. You know, like I said, uh, it's the. Um, holiday weekend and there's going to be a lot of people out on the water i'm guessing and uh so we thought it was a good uh topic for today uh boating safety and um i've been here with troy liebfried he's the water patrol supervisor with winona county sheriff's department and um we got a lot of good info today so like he said if you want to research a little more go to the dnr website and uh they have a lot of info there so thanks so much for being on the show today troy thank you uh, bill um one last thing is, if mm-hmm. you do see us out there and your kids are out there, uh-huh. give us a wave. Um, we have little treats from uh, oh, cool. area businesses that uh, 
they get for wearing their life jackets. So oh, nice. Nice. Loved, well, love to visit with the kids. Cool. It's an enjoyment. Cool. I bet the kids like it, too. Yes, you know? they do. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, like I said, thanks for being on the show today, Troy. It's an important topic, and uh, uh, maybe we can have you back sometime soon. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thanks again to Winona County Water Patrol Supervisor Troy Liebfried for joining us today on Culture Click. For more information on boating safety and regulations in Minnesota, go to dnr.state.mn.us. For Wisconsin, go to dnr.wi.gov. To keep up on all things Winona and the surrounding area, tune into Culture Click Thursdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. We hope everyone has a great weekend out on the water, and remember to stay safe. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Troy Liebfried, Water Patrol Supervisor with the Winona County Sheriff's Department, on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Are you interested in all things Winona and the surrounding area? Find podcasts of Culture Click and all your favorite KQAL shows by going to kqal.org and looking for program archives under the Media tab. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.